Hello everyone and welcome to that one time we read manga where four friends decide to start reading manga together and come in here and talking about it. My name is Tim and fun fact for me this week is I have never watched a Godzilla movie all the way through. Ooh. Just boring. I can't believe it. I know. <laughs> uh, no, never, never been a fan. I've seen the Matthew Broderick one like halfway, and that one was just I couldn't get through it. I am so not versed in that that uh, I don't have a clue what that is even. Duncan, go. Hi, <laughs> my name is <laughs> my name is Duncan. Uh, I got introduced to Godzilla movies at way too young of an age. I had to have been like five the first time I watched a Godzilla movie, and they scarred me for life. Which is why you love Jurassic Park now. Probably. Hey everybody, my name is John, and I have two parts to my fun fact. First part is I've watched the last, the most recent three Godzilla movies, and they still suck. Um, the second part <laughs> of my fun you fact suck. is... Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, the <laughs> second part is if you have ever been interested in getting into bourbon... Um, the best bourbon to start with is Michter's Sour Mash, although you're never going to find it. All right, I'm imposing a one fun fact rule, and it has to be one we care about. Okay, Technically, so it's, Sour Mash is not a bourbon. Oh, that's Ooh. fair. It's a whiskey. Um, and, yeah, how, and how we care about that, Kaiju drink bourbon exclusively. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some evidence on. That. Oh, that's a canon fact. I'll provide it. Uh, did you not read the first twenty chapters? Yeah. Oh, I read them. <laughs> then you saw that like, that was a canon fact. Yeah, it happened everywhere. Show me the panel. Yeah, it's on. I'm Nate, and my right. favorite kaiju is Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, I think you were saying that to get a little discourse from us, but we're all in agreement on that. But we'll see if the uh, people at home have anything to say about that <laughs> if they maybe do that'll be our maybe that'll be a poll on facebook after this episode goes up it's just like do you think donkey kong's a kaiju yes or no if they do they just have to remember that in ultimate he has four spikes don't forget that that's important it yeah, is very important spikes are a defining feature Oh they God. are speaking of DK. DK mains are the bane of my existence uh yeah i'm on that <laughs> I'm with you. I'm a Link main myself, but about the manga that we read. Um, hey, yeah, <laughs> it was your turn to pick the manga we read. Uh, what did we read? All right, yeah. So this week we read a manga that I kind of randomly chose because the artwork was cool, and it's called Kaiju Number Eight. Um, so what this manga is is a quick synopsis, a little TLDR for you folks who didn't feel like reading it. Um, so, grotesque monsters called kaiju have been appearing around Japan for many years. To combat these beasts, an, an elite military unit known as the Defense Force risks their lives daily to protect civilians. Once a creature is killed, sweepers, quote-unquote, uh, working under, prof under the professional kaiju cleaner corporation called Monster Sweeper Inc., which is, I thought was funny, um, are left to dispose of the remains. So we read the first 20 chapters. Um, in that first 20 chapters, a lot of things happen. Um, to start off, we meet our main character. His name is Kafka, who works as a professional uh, kaiju sweeper in the cleaning surface. And cleaning up dead monster guts and butts is kind of like what he does for a living. Um, I know, right? I really wanted to put that in there. 
Um, That's a good one. Yeah, so Kafka has long aspired to work within the Japanese Defense Force, um, neutralizing kaiju and keeping civilians safe. Um, he ended up failing that as a much younger person. Uh, dude. Um, years after failing to get into the defense force, uh, due to him quitting at one point or another, Kafka meets a new join in the sweepers named Reno. Or, I don't know if it's Reno or Reno? I'm not sure. Um, Reno. I yeah, went with I Reno in my I, I like Reno. Um, Reno's an aspiring defense force candidate who joins the sweepers to gain valuable experience that it's going to... S- assist him in being selected into the force because that's exactly what he plans to do right after he gets a little bit of experience here. Um, Reno convinces Kafka to join the def- give the defense force another try and to live out his dream um, after Kafka seems very perturbed about failing and talking about it. Uh, a big twist and new obstacle that presents itself though is Kafka was orally violated by a unknown kaiju that makes its way into his mouth and ends up turning him into a part-time kaiju. Uh, without his consent, which is important. Without his consent. Look, we on this podcast believe consent is the most important thing anybody needs to have. The most important. That. Ever. The most Ever. important thing. Ask our friend Logan. He's the king of consent. <laughs> king of it. And through several instances, this newfound ability not only keep, helps him uh, make his way into to the defense force, but also saves the lives of many along the way by defeating some big deal kaiju to include another humanoid kaiju that is seemingly immense in power and has a bunch of abilities that so far it seems that the defense force hasn't been able to see yet. And that brings us into our episode. My first question for everybody is, gentlemen, first impressions, go. I liked it a lot. I'll say Duncan, start us off. Big fan. Um, I like the character design a lot. I like the art a lot. I like the plot a lot. I liked everything a lot. <laughs> that's, right, that's so pretty Duncan's much it. A <laughs> big fan, yeah, Duncan. Very, very insightful. We that's why people listen to us is that hard hitting deep dive into like the psychology or you know whatever. Um, yeah, great job, Nate. What do you got? <laughs> listen, if if somebody walked up to me and they said that that's why they liked it, I'd probably read it. Um, <laughs> like especially with the intensity in Duncan's eyes, I can only imagine. Oh my god. Um, see it from here. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I really like the art a lot. Um, for those who read, there's also like point one chapters, and it's I can tell that it's definitely when um the artists oh, yeah. need a break because I think that these these panels are insanely detailed. Dude, um, yes. I I really like the point one chapters because it was nice to just see like some artwork either colorized from the stuff we already read or just original drawings in color yes mm. yeah. Yeah. um yeah go, go ahead yeah so like the point one chapters for me um i have a tendency and i don't know if anybody else does this but i have a tendency like i get really sucked into the uh the verbiage and everything that's like written on the panels and sometimes i gloss over the art itself i do like sitting back and paying attention to it but sometimes I gloss over it, and those point one chapters kind of let me like take a second and sit back and be like, "Oh, 
that was like way cooler looking than what I originally thought. It's interesting that you say that because I'm the exact opposite. We're all kind of gloss over uh, the storyline, but pay a, t- a lot of attention to, to the, the detail that they put into the the panels themselves. Mm. Yeah. Nate, were you done with your first impression? Oh, I had uh, I had one other thing um, that I I just could not get enough of these um, the sweepers the the whole thing of the anatomy of a kaiju and like don't mess with that organ that's got like acid in it and then like they put too much stress on it and then one of the cleaners got burned because the acid came out of the organ of a kaiju i'm like this is cool yeah that that was going to be uh part of my first impressions a obviously i love this it was a very interesting uh thing but i i really like the idea of you know, it, it, and it's it's kind of following this this pattern that I think One Punch Man really set out to set, which was like, you don't see the, like, you see the big action scenes and the heroes fight and all this other kind of stuff, but you don't get to really see the aftermath. So it's almost like parody uh, where it's like, oh, the big kaiju, and it's dead. All right, cool. Or right, we can all move on. Uh, but then it sucks us into Kafka's life where it's like, no, they, they don't just disintegrate in the middle of town. Like, someone's got to clean this shit up. Um, and I, I found that just infinitely more interesting <laughs> than, um, than your typical anime, you know, little dude fight big monster thing. Uh, like if this was a manga about just the defense force fighting big monsters and the whole twist of Kafka turning into one didn't happen, I'd be probably less interested. But the fact that it started us off with him as a cleanup crew or as part of a cleanup crew, I was like, "Oh, this is this is awesome. This is so, this is so cool. It's so mundane, but I love it. Like, because yeah. it's, it's shit nobody thinks about. It's uh, the, like, there's no after credit scene of a Godzilla movie that I know of because I never finished one. Oh my god! <laughs> that shows them cleaning up like the monsters. Like, there's just to my knowledge, they don't exist. The premise, in my opinion, is certainly unique in that aspect. Yeah, uh, but I I also am very thankful. It's that it's not just a manga about the cleanup crew. I, I love the twist of, you know, that unknown talking kaiju that just it finds him in the hospital bed at some point and goes, aha, there you are, and just enters him. Um, hey, forcefully. Yeah. <laughs> forcefully, in a super not cool way. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> in a totally yeah. non-consensual way. In a non-consensual way. Somebody call Logan. Uh, <laughs> but, like, when that happened and he got these, like, powers and he became a kaiju but wasn't like 20 feet tall he was only what eight feet tall maybe um or I'd maybe say, not even that much taller than six foot i don't I'd know say. but yeah um once that happened i was like oh now we're really gonna get into it this is gonna be cool because now he's living that double life i love it so yeah i, I was on board from the get-go and of all things he was a really cool looking kaiju too i mean we we see a lot of different kaiju in here and uh some of them are really dopey looking, like the very first one you see. Like, I mean, he's the size of uh, the size of like multiple city blocks, which goes back to like the job of the uh, cleaner crews. Honestly, I didn't even I didn't really consider it reading the first chapter that the cleaner crew was like uh, a non glorified job. So I, I was like, yeah, that's a really cool job he has right there, you know, <laughs> cleaning up yeah, gigantic yeah. monsters. Um, like if that shit was like real, I'd probably sign up to do it. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, yeah. I probably would. And, yeah, I mean, uh, if fighting think, them was out of a question, then cleaning up would easy second. Yeah. Yep. So I, I actually think it's important to um, 
So I don't I don't have the actual definition in front of me, but to my understanding, what a kaiju is like that word, what it means is a very just a very large monster, right? Like, is there more nuance to that definition, or is that pretty much what it's supposed to be? By very large, I'm talking like buildings, size of buildings, typically. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's pretty easy to figure out. But I mean, I think the really the thing is like I think it's a, a giant beast or like a really strange beast with like divine power or something. Yeah, I looked up right. the definition and I've got a giant monster of a type featured in Japanese fantasy and science fiction movies and television programs. Okay, so th- I guess the point I was trying to make though is that by definition, kaiju means giant monster, but the kai like quote kaiju we see in here like yes some of them are giant but the one that kafka turns into or even the one that like like gives him these powers in the first place he's not a giant monster the one the main antagonist that we meet or at least you know the antagonist that we meet the other kaiju they're not giant monsters and in this one it just seems kaiju just means monster it doesn't have to necessarily be giant i thought that was kind of interesting yes Um, agreed because when reading the premise, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to turn into a massive beast, and then he turns into, like, a humanoid that's probably, yeah, six, six and a half feet tall. Like, he's not that giant. Yeah, he's not that <laughs> tall. Six feet's yeah. really not that really not that tall. I, no, six foot's actually pretty average. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like, slightly above average. Let's be fair. <laughs> All right. You got to give me Why? some credit, okay? Oh, that's right. Hey, sorry, Nate. I, I, think, I think the giant part of this is that he had a giant heart, and he really wanted to help everybody okay. out. I don't okay. think it was that kind of... I think we read a different manga than you. I don't think it was that kind at all. I don't know. He, he, he a, saved people he on giant so many for, he, had a, he had a giant heart for one chick that he grew up with and was like, yeah, I want to be next to her no matter what. And I'm like, eh, good luck, pal. She's pretty accomplished. Oh, In his man. defense... Understandable. Very understandable. Yeah, you make that kind of promise to someone, and then she outshines you your entire life. You're like, man, I really let her down. By leagues. By absolute massive leagues. leagues. Massive (laughs) leagues. If you had a best friend like Mina growing up, and you're not together with her or actively trying to go for it, uh, you should, like... Like figure it out, you know. Love is yeah, an figure it the fuck out. love yeah, is an important thing in life, and you should never stop pursuing your dreams unless consent is in, is not involved, and then in which case stop. If she tells you what, if you te- if she tells you no, yeah, all right, fine. All right, yeah, all right. quit on your dreams. I'm, I'm but if she doesn't actively squash that shit, then you pursue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was just surprised that he wasn't like there being a supportive friend anymore. She was just gone. I was like, oh, yeah. well, well, I mean, I think after she reached a certain point, there was nothing he could do to support her. He was, if anything, going to drag her down in his previous state of the quitter loser who can't even make it past the first test of the defense force. I, I support flags. people's supporting their individual dreams. That's not a red flag. Oh, no, uh, no. Her her red flag is that she uh, <laughs> is that she doesn't accept his friendship. It doesn't talk to him anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she, like, completely ignores him. Like, even when she sees him all beat up and is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, cool, I guess. All right, see ya. Like, all right. You, okay, so now she's just a jerk? Like, is that why they're not friends? I don't know. It was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> they are also in, like, a pseudo-military setting where rank is important. So you have to take that into consideration. Oh, yeah. He calls her by her nickname in, like, 
one of the meetings and <laughs> everybody looks at him like, what the fuck? Who do yeah. you think you are? Like, yeah. you're not even an officer. <laughs> That'd be like if, if you know, we were in the military, we were like a private or something, and we walked up to one of the generals and was just like, hey, uh, hey, Kyle, how's it going today? Like, what the, f- who the fuck are you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely nothing to it. Absolutely be... unsaid. Yeah. Shot on sight in the American military. Yeah. <laughs> must be weird for those guys. Yeah, um, must be must be weird for those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we can go in any direction with this because I think we have overwhelming, like, we positive uh, views of this manga. Uh, yes. But I want to point out one thing that we love here on this podcast, and that's power scaling. So, yay! yay! Power scaling! Power scaling. So we're talking about, like, kaiju here, and we're talking about the people that fight kaiju. So to start off, all right, we encounter a kaiju that's, like, the size of multiple city blocks. All right, that's a big deal. And Mina, uh, the childhood best friend of this, takes care of it, like, easy work. Like, fucking one shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, just, just a day's work, real easy time. All right? She's, like, from what we see in the first 20 chapters, she's, like, the top cream of the crop going on here. Um, Uber badass. Yeah, uber badass. But we meet, like, several characters, and they obviously, they go through selection to get into the defense force, and what they called it was, like, the toughest or the toughest selection course in human history, which is a very bold claim. But, uh, they should have just called it the Hunter Tribe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the tuning exams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, we should have had 45 chapters dedicated to that because it didn't seem that difficult to me, but I don't know. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I don't know, but, like, as far as power scaling goes, I mean, we meet, like, they said in there that, like, this class, this group that was uh, going through selection was by far the most gifted that they've ever seen before in, like, defense Oh, history. I loved I loved when they did the lineup of just like, oh, that's so and so. He's the he's the first ranked at another school. It's like, it, what was the what was the one girl's name who was like the prodigy? That was Kikoru. Ki- was Kikoru Shinomiya. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was a freaking firecracker right out of the gate, dude. I was like, oh, she's gonna be like the rival uh, turned friend, and I was right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and for power yes, scaling for power scaling purposes, I mean, so they tested their what was it lethality rating or was it uh what was it? It called? was like their suit power output rating or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was their ability to. They have these suits that are uh, made from the biomechanic cells, I guess. I don't know of the uh, kaiju. Yeah, and and you can bring yeah, out the power right. based on your like fighting ability and your strength overall. This is like the prodigy of prodigies. They've never seen anybody on this level go through selection for uh, key card. They said, what was it? The first, like the average, like adult male in one of those suits can only max tops out at like what twenty percent? Yeah, yeah, twenty to thirty, and that's ever. That's and like that's ever. They, right. Yeah, that she starts at like forty five percent. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like forty six. Yeah. Yes, forty six. Forty six. And and that doesn't even come close to what Mina is at. What like the top level is. Like she's very, very lethal and she can take care of Kaiju on her own. But like we're talking like uh, Mina is sitting at what ninety eight percent or ninety six? 
I don't know if they gave her a number. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if they gave. They yeah. just said she was at the top end of the no. Percentage, they which... they gave her a number. Um, she hit ninety six when she was about to launch a uh, cannon at a kaiju. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, which is insane. And then, as it would be, our main character in his non kaiju form is a whopping zero. <laughs> hey, hey, I am all for relatable protagonists. Oh, relatable yeah. main antagonists for the win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have it, to well, <laughs> I have to think that this power scaling can't be linear because there ha- there's like these massive fuck off monsters and they just randomly appear. There has to be some sort of like logarithmic or exponential scale to this power scaling. In my opinion, I think just because the the higher you go, it has to take more and more effort to get more and more stronger, and more stronger. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I well, and I will say too, like it definitely seems like the humans have a linear power scaling. Uh, it's not a hundred percent clear if kaiju do, though. I do, I do have a feeling size plays into it. So we only read twenty chapters, so we don't actually get to really meet. Um any big bads or like have a lot of comparison but the one big bad that we do meet wasn't that big he was probably about the size of kafka in his kaiju form um and the only other thing we have to compare that to is the giant uh the giant kaiju at the very front which was massive and one-shotted and meanwhile these humanoid sized ones are like smart and they're not just beasts they're they're like i don't know but yeah they see like the smaller the kaiju the more powerful it seems to be yeah, at uh, least from what we've seen so far. It, yeah, I would say, except for the um, the new terms that I have I learned about in this kaiju book are the Hanju and Yonju, which are basically spawns of kaiju. Oh yes, that was interesting. Yeah, and and then the other classification, which uh, Nate, I don't know if you have it pulled up right now, but like the the top level of kaiju, which we find out that Kafka. When he's in his kaiju form, he is around that top level. Um, yes, the dai kaiju. Yeah, yeah. dai kaiju. Which I don't, I don't know what that means exactly in Japanese, but it sounds really cool. So it must mean something good. Yeah, it's sounds cool. so cool. It sounds yeah. like something that's like an apocalyptic threat. Yeah, yeah, right. Like if they set out a warning to the city right now. And said, hey, there's a daikaiju in the area. I would just go, well, guys, have fun with the podcast without me. I think I'm not going to make it out of this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you later. All right, I'll see you later. I'm I'm out. Uh, Something called a daikaiju just landed outside, and uh, I ain't fighting him. First name Dai, second name Kaiju. That sounds like a bad time. I just looked up a a translation, and it's basically um, great giant strange beast. It's it's just like, it's a kaiju just... Big, Urgh. so like good mon, like best monster. Uh, yeah, best yeah. monster. It's basically if I said um super beast or something. Okay, yeah, I I dig it. A little Rob Zombie on you. Mm. Nope, no one. Okay, well Nate got it. I think. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good enough. Good uh, effort. Good enough. Good effort. All right, we'll put crickets on that one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. The, the idea of a daikaiju and him being one, I'm, of course, you know, he has to be our main antagonist. Um, 
who has this incredible power. I love how at first it was just going to be a secret. He was like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Other, obviously, Reno knows because he was next to him in the hospital when it mm-hmm. happened. And then he's like, I'm not going to, you know, I can't tell anyone because they'll just hunt me down. Like, I don't know the defense force to be very understanding. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Um, and then almost instantly within the first test, he's like, actually, let me back up this thought for a second. They like time skip us a little bit. Like we jump months ahead while he's getting ready for the defense force thing to where he's learned to control his power in bursts. They do. Like he can, he can only like transfer transform his like hand so he can get a super punch in uh or the muscles or whatever however they explained it i can't remember they they didn't really like it it, it kind of just it was a thing and i feel like that was a missed opportunity there but at the same time i feel like they really wanted to get to the big like the big main point of the whole manga which i do appreciate i don't know if that's going to come back to bite him in the butt later on or not or maybe they'll go back and do like a a little retrospective, like, time-lapse or something. But, I mean, they really I'm did sure miss over a lot. Yeah, I'm sure there will be flashbacks to that time gap. How many months was it? It was, like, Three. four months? Three months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there will be, like, a flashback of, like, he'll eventually, again, the first 20 chapters, we find it's a good introductory, but, like, the author might be like, yeah, the first 30 are the introductory chapters, and then after that it breaks wide open. But It could. Uh, it could. Maybe we'll find out someday. Um, I'm personally a fan of skipping the training montage. No, I, and that's what I mean. Like, we don't have to see it right up front because what what was it going to be? Just him probably accidentally changing in line somewhere and then running away. And, yeah. Uh, him accidentally changing, like, when he sneezes or something. You know, it's going to be stupid and then he was going to be at home, like, training and Reno was going to be helping him and he's going to try to stay under. We know exactly what it, those three months probably looked like. But they're a nice device for the author to flash back to if there has to be some kind of, like, revelation later on. And he'll be like, oh, just, like, during those three months. Mm-hmm. Like, that was know, my exact it, thought. Yeah, me yeah. too. Like, we could skip it. It's not that big of a deal. And it really doesn't interrupt the flow of the story all that much. No. 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 Um, but to, to where I was initially going, which was he was going to keep it a secret... And during the defense force training, he's, like, you know, doing the little stuff. And he doesn't want to give himself away because he's being monitored by the suit. Uh, but then when that other kaiju, the other humanoid kaiju, like, interrupts that training, he instantly says, fuck it, I am just going to have to, you know, expose myself or something. Um, like, out myself as a kaiju, at least in front of the uh, the one chick, the prodigy chick. I'm bad with names, so forgive me. If Kikoru. Yeah, Kikoru. Which in in my opinion, was a noble method of doing that. And, and yes. in this situation, like, he wasn't being really being observed by anybody. There was, like, a smoke in the area, and he did it intellectually, but he did do it in a matter that Kikoru did observe him doing it. And, he like, she, he made her promise to not tell anyone. So I, I think that she is a noble character, so I wouldn't anticipate that there's anything bad that could come from that. No, no, I don't. I, no, and I don't think so either. I just, I, as soon as he's like, I have to keep it a secret from everyone. I'm like, well, that means at least five people are going to know by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then immediately at least one other person knows. And then exactly. like a couple chapters later, one other person knows. So there's, I mean, at this point, it's only really two. Yeah. It's basically how I keep it, it a secret. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, all right, I have to keep this a secret from everyone. Except you three. And then <laughs> whatever happens after that is your fault. Um, yeah. But, um. 
But I like he's still keeping it hidden from the upper echelon of the defense force, including his childhood best friend Mina. Uh, what is the other guy's name? The other guy in charge of that squad? Oshina. Oshina. So that guy, he starts to piece it together. He's like, hey, wait a minute. Kafka went mi- missing as soon as his other kaiju showed up. Like, that's a little suspicious. We're talking but, about the, the sword guy, right? Yeah, the yeah, 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 the, that's, one who, yeah, that's the guy who starts, like, kind of piecing it together. Yeah. He's he's very suspicious of Kafka, especially after that, of just like, hey, we lost, or I think it was reported, like, hey, we lost Kafka's vitals. Uh, and then he investigates further and realizes that the timestamp of the missing vitals is right around the time that that kaiju showed up. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he outright confronts him about it. He's just trying to test him to see, like, you know, is this guy what I think he is? Um, I mean, at so that it was point, very, nice little back and forth. He's very one track mind, kind of like a bad guy shows up, I have to kill him, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, and I love how uh, remind me his name again, Sword Guy Oshina. Hoshina. Hoshina. Oh, Oshina. Um, <laughs> he he like sees Kafka's drive to want to st- like be basically co commander with with his friend Mina, and Oshina is just like. Absolutely not. You know how hard I work to get to this spot. Like I'm not letting you take it. <laughs> My thought reading that was like, I don't think he said he wanted to take your spot. He just wanted to also be standing next to me. But hey, you know, motivation's gotta motivate. So, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I believe yeah. that they also stated his power level somewhere in the 80s. I don't remember no. the exact number. 92. Nine. Okay, 92. Got it. Oh, it's close. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he made it a big point to where like, hey, if you want to, if you want to stand as a vice captain or uh, by our side or something like that, like you have to be at least close to on par with her. And he showed that like at short range, at mid and short range, and we find out that in turn that is because he's good with swords, like hand, uh, melee combat style weapons, I guess. Um, his power at that range is 92, whereas she's a 96 at long range, which that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't think we really get an opportunity to like see how those two work, uh, with each other, um, as far as combat goes, cause we only see either one or the other going at a time, but it, it is really cool to kind of see that there's different ranges and there's going to be different uh capabilities that each individual has yeah yeah i uh we did see a lot of them fighting together but we definitely saw them like interact together and she is definitely in charge like she is 100 the leader uh because i i forget what oceano was going on about but he was saying something and she was just like oceano shut up just shut up like she <laughs> shut him down pretty quick i and i'm having a blank as far as like when or what was happening but I something else I really like in this is the development that we've seen even in these 20 chapters of um the side antagonist <laughs> um of Reno. <laughs> um it's at first he was just kind of like a, a bratty kid and then he became to be like you know what I I want to fight with this person. I don't want him to protect me anymore. I need to be stronger. And I'm like I, I like this. I like this development that we had in, in a character in such a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Reno was really good uh, as far as like char- like I don't think he, I don't know if I would call it character development, but like their bond uh, that they developed and it still goes a little bit off screen throughout the whole thing. 
Um, but like their bond is super, super tight. And Reno is really mm-hmm. appreciative of the one time that Kafka protected him from a kaiju and tried to like set almost tried to sacrifice his own life to protect Reno. And he feels indebted to that, like, uh, to a crazy extent, but I mean, their bond is insane. I mean, at one point you see, because Kafka in his human form is so useless in combat you see Kafka riding on Reno's shoulders as, <laughs> as he's ready to, like, point out and, like, shoot Ka- uh, Kaiju while Reno is just running around like an idiot with him on his back. And But I, I, I thought that, like, it's a lot of fun to see their bond. And, like, Reno's whole idea, at least for the beginning of the selection, was that, like, he needs to be stronger so that Kafka doesn't out himself. It, like, he, he doesn't have to revert to his kaiju form which he knows that he's strong in um yeah and like they want to stay together through this whole thing and at first reno was a really cold dude like he just wanted to be in the oh defense my God, form. yeah yeah i love i love their first meeting where like kafka's trying to give him advice or something and reno just starts walking away from him he's like hey what are you doing he's like why would i listen to you you're a quitter yeah like, i don't i don't want to take advice from you you're not someone i want to emulate so leave me alone but i was like i mean i get it he's a little dickish but I get it. I respect that yeah. entirely. I respect, yeah, I respect that. It. He said it kind of mean, but I mean, again, if if some dude who's failed at everything in his life came up to me and started giving me advice, like, dude, get away from me. What the? What, what do you have to offer? Especially really? if you're so. living in the scenario that they are, where it's kind of like post-apocalyptic, giant monsters just appear every day. You have to be ready for violence at any moment, so you have to keep that like combat mindset at all times. Yeah, exactly. And um, I did uh, last one little thing, actually, I wanted to add about the um, while they're in that, uh, I guess, battleground in the training um, before he has to transform and fight off that other kaiju. Kafka really shows like, hey, okay, so this is this kaiju is weak here and it does this and it's weak here. Like he's very, very smart. Thanks to his time in the sweepers. Like I, I, I like that they incorporated that into his skill set. Yeah, of of just being knowledgeable about kaiju anatomy, where they're weak, what they're capable of. Like, um, yeah, you don't spend years cleaning up their dead bodies and organs uh, and not pick up a few things here and there. So I, I like how that was incorporated into. So he's like he's weak, but he's not like useless in his human form. Yeah, that that would have I think that would have played a real negative uh, part in the story if like he didn't have something else because uh, it, you know there is like a. I think it's pretty common as far as, like, manga and anime goes, like, the useless main character that gets strong sometimes and saves the day. Like, that's not his whole thing. Like, he is really smart with that, and he does he does prove, like, to be extremely useful because there was that one kaiju where they probably would have had a really hard time without knowing where his weak spots were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's nice that it's not just another main antagonist that's, like, I gotta go, you know, gotta power up or else um, I'm useless. And then some MacGuffin keeps them from powering up, like, I don't know, being monitored <laughs> in this case. So, yeah, I, I, I really like how. Mm-hmm. Something else that I found really interesting was the artist's attention to detail in terms of the uh, the weapons that they used. So there was one scene in particular that really caught my attention 
where they were they were they're all traveling it was it was after the exams and they had all been granted the status of uh oh my god my brain is saying Chunin and hunter but i know those i know those aren't right the defense um, force yeah the, the defense force officers and our main antagonist kafka was a uh, a cadet i believe and they're all in trucks and and they all have weapons and there's a couple pages where they're all prepping their weapons and they actually do like proper brass checks and i thought that that wasn't necessary but the fact that they included it at all was an amazing attention to detail especially because they don't even use those firearms as proper firearms they're like weird energy blasters that derives power from the combat power levels of the user yeah i think they're linked to the suits somehow yeah some somehow yeah, I, I think so. There's not exactly much explanation uh, in that. And maybe we're being overly positive. Maybe that's something that they should have gone into and explained. But uh, I, I didn't need it. I don't think I needed it. I mean, I think it, it moves along at, along at a steady pace. And honestly, like my biggest fear so far is like that we're all going to want to come back and read this and that with how, how fast it progresses, it's going to end just as fast. Um, and we're not the closing thoughts by any means right now, but I, I think like the, from what we've seen, like it's moving on at a pace that a lot of manga really should move on. Like it, it, it's just enough because all of us, like as soon as every one of us is done, we were all like wanting to read more. Like everybody yep. had the same opinion about this thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's why I like doing these, you know, ones that no one like. Just the little introductory chunks, like 20 chapters. like, And that's, I think, a nice little bite size for the show because, you know, if we were to, if we were to read more, like, who knows? Maybe it really slogs and it just gets bad. Like, Maybe. Not, I, hate, I hate to say that, but it, like, it's possible that something starts out really cool and then just craps itself in the middle. Um, I think, actually, the closest thing we've had to that so far would be Phantom Seer, where it kind of yeah. started out interesting and then just died on arrival <laughs> yeah i have to yeah. agree yeah i'm with you on that um no good i'm not saying that i'm not saying that's this by the way i'm just saying like that's why i think 20 chapters is perfect because it gets us you know invested enough to where we're like oh we could you know we could keep reading or if it's bad we could say no we could put this down kaiju is definitely a you know let's see what happens next maybe eventually well, on the bright side, there's 80 chapters of Kaiju number 8, whereas Fam Seer was killed at 30. So Yeah, well, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we read the entirety of Phantom Seer. Oh, man, that's the first manga we ever finished on this show, guys. Aren't we proud of ourselves? <laughs> it was no, We great. finished a manga. Nope. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm not um, proud of Phantom Seer. <laughs> No, I'm happy we did it. That's trauma bonding, boys. We've said it before, I'll say it again. Something I'm I'm stuck on is is what Duncan said about them doing proper checks on these guns. Uh so as as far as artistically in in writing, so this is Japan and they don't have access to firearms. That's impressive. That's a good point. <laughs> I was to say, yeah, they don't have the firearms laws that we do. I didn't think about that. Huh. Uh, maybe the artist traveled or just looked up videos. YouTube, maybe. baby. 
Maybe YouTube. he learned anything on YouTube. Maybe he was in the Defense Force for Japan. Uh, I think, yeah, there, it's the JDF, the Japanese Defense Force. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. That would but, be interesting. That would be cool. That's pretty um, cool. Does anyone have the artist or the author's name in front of them? Hold on nope. one second. Is, is, it, is it a different artist, different author? I don't know. Sometimes they do that. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. It's not even that they do just proper brass checks but there there was also a lot of detail put into the artwork that involved the firearms so they were very obvious modern firearms like h&k's or glocks or something of the like but they were just modified to somehow utilize the energy that was developed from the suits yeah i think he just wanted to be taken seriously just like hey i'm gonna revolve around um yeah revolve around firearms like that then you know, hey, <laughs> uh, I better get it right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just good detail that doesn't need to be there. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, really yeah cool. It was unnecessary, but appreciated. And, and the, I think it's one and the same. I think the artist, I might be wrong here, but I think the artist and the uh, um, author are the same person. So it's Naowa, Na- uh, uh, Matsumoto. So, uh, if for anybody that might want to look at his other, his or her other works, honestly, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you never know sometimes. Very, yeah, very, um, not very familiar with, uh, Japanese naming conventions. Yeah. I don't no know. matter how interested I am in, like, manga and anime, I still don't always get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, I mean, like, there, there's a lot of uh, little things that we can dive into, like as far as like things that were interesting. I mean, and I think there was no holdup of interesting things in this manga. Um, one thing I do want to kind of hit is towards the end of it. All right, we encounter another kaiju, another humanoid kaiju, um, and he seems to be the most formidable threat that we see at least in the first twenty chapters. Um, we find out, we don't exactly find out a name unless I'm wrong about this, but he's another humanoid, uh, kaiju that actually was a new join that worked for the sweepers. Um, yeah, I was, I was actually going to bring that up of like, how about the other kaiju also being a hybrid, but he seems to be a kaiju that can turn into a human, not a human that can turn into a kaiju just by the yeah, way he spoke that, about being human. That's exactly what I was thinking that was. And I'm pretty sure it, 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 it might have actually said it at some point, but like, yeah, it's a kaiju that can turn into a human, um, which, I mean, raises a lot of questions as to like what the what is going on with the whole kaiju human situation. Oh my god, yeah. I got instant Tokyo Ghoul vibes of just like they live among us. They're among us. I got Attack on Titan vibes. <laughs> well, oh, I also I did. I haven't finished that. I My mind went straight to Tokyo Ghoul because I've read that one. Fuck, I've read Tokyo Ghoul like three times. Oh yeah, it's glorious. I mean, the first the first two seasons I've watched on repeat. The RE I haven't been able to get through all the way, but um, didn't need to, especially for this connection. I'm just like, as soon as it was like a kaiju that could turn into a human, I got... Like, yeah, they, they live among us, and the Defense Force is going to have a real hard time, because I instantly was like, well, how many are already in the Defense Force? <laughs> yeah. It, it still seems it still seems like, and they were talking about the previous era of the Defense Force, and, like, you know, when they were talking about how Kikoru is, like, one of the, uh, you know, one of the prodigies, um, the, the biggest prodigy since, like, whatever era or whatever. 
Um, but, oh shit, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, um, so <laughs> that, <and> that happens. <laughs> but um, that just makes me wonder, like, it seems like the kaiju problem, and it didn't expand on it too much, but it seems like the kaiju problem has, is a relatively new thing. Like, it, it, I don't know if it's manufactured by humans. Uh, I doubt it, kind of. Um, or if it's, like, something that we'll find out later, like, what's the root problem of kaiju? Why did they start showing up? So on and so forth. Um, yeah. But, are they in the walls? Are yeah, are they in the walls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, th- this kaiju, this kai- <laughs> seemingly kaiju that can turn human, like, he seems like the most formidable threat that is going to exist for a while. Um, yeah. He has the and ability I, to raise other kaiju from either the dead or severely wounded. I'm not exactly sure yet. And he seems to have the ability to control them as well. Um, yeah, he definitely seems like a... a I don't want to... Hive mind's the wrong word, but he can... Yeah, he can bend their wills and do what he wants. Um and I made it sound like I instantly thought, like, oh, my God, they're kaiju everywhere. But it's equally possible that this is the first of its kind, a uh, kaiju that can pretend to be human. Like, it, it, that is equally possible. We would have to read more to actually find out. It, um, it could be because it doesn't, at least at this stage, it doesn't seem like the Defense Force knows exactly how to deal with it. Now, granted, um, I mean, they it was mostly Kafka that dealt with it in anyways. There was only, what, three or four uh three or four defense force personnel that actually dealt with this guy um a, bu- yeah. a bunch of them saw it he shows up two times one during the exams and then two when kaiju is a cadet and everybody else is an officer um kafka <laughs> uh, w- wait what did i say kaiju yeah when kaiju is a cadet <laughs> whoops <laughs> <laughs> which i mean you're still technically right still right yeah um yeah and i think the the uh I don't think the Defense Force is ready, because, again, of the ones that did have to deal with him, uh, Kafka seemed to be the only one who could, you know, do anything about it, and he had to be in kaiju form to do it. And even then, like, the thing retreated because it wasn't expecting Kafka to be the kaiju. Like, he was like, oh, shit, I didn't know it was you. Because I think he didn't transform in front of him at the, at the exams, right? He did it and then charged him. Which... Um, no, I think you're right on that, but that kind of goes back to the very beginning of the whole plot. Was like the unknown kaiju that entered uh, Kafka and ended up like turning him into this uh, being that has this ability. Like, where did that come from? Did it come from this humanoid kaiju? Was he trying to like do something like trying to infect the human population? Like, where did that come from? Because I feel like the I, two are tied together. I have a prediction. Okay, what is it? I don't that know. Kaiju that, that kaiju that if infected him is part of an inner resistance group of kaiju fighting against this like mind controller one. Like, uh, turns out they're not attacking due to their will. It's just this one monster has a fucking like vendetta against humanity. So he like uses these kaiju against their will to attack humanity. And that one that infected Kafka was just like, nope. We're going to go find someone who can stop you. <laughs> mm, like the Godzilla type of thing. Like Godzilla's a good kaiju. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Man. I mean, <laughs> that puts us in a situation that we're not all, that we're not often in. I think, I don't know, I might be wrong, but I, I, I think this is the first 
manga that we've read that none of us have any well maybe phantoms here uh none of us have any context and we have no clue like yeah so. I, no phantom seer was like that too and i mean yeah but yeah no no one here has read or even heard of kaiju number eight before you just found it like and so yeah that's just that's my prediction i have absolutely no context and i'm going to Love if I'm right, but I'm also going to be okay if I'm wrong, because that's just how life is. <laughs> <laughs> that's just life, I guess. <laughs> I, um, if you don't mind if I slightly derail for a moment, I, I accidentally lost myself in a deep dive with the artist-illustrator, uh, Noya Matsumoto. So, not to be confused with another Noya Matsumoto, who actually works as a, uh, he was an actor and stuntman in multiple Godzilla short films. Um, <laughs> oh my god! He he wow. was Godzilla in them. Um, oh, so it's but it's not the same person. So in case anyone looks that up, the, the artist and illustrator for Kaiju Number Eight and the other Naoya Matsumoto are two different people. I, I got lost for a second because I was like, no way did he actually do Godzilla as well. That would be nuts. That Is that, would be so, nuts. I don't know. Do manga artists do pseudonyms of like, hey, this isn't my real name, but this is my artist's name or my author name? Like, maybe I, he took his name as a pseudonym? I feel I, like that's such a crazy uh, coincidence. I feel like they have to. I, there's no way that, like, that has to be the case right here. There's no way that... They both well, just I mean, happen to work with Kaiju. Well, I mean, not be it would be very easy to disprove. All you have to look at is the one guy, the artist's like Wikipedia, and be like, real name blank. Like, Maybe. if it's his real name, then hey, what is I didn't <laughs> see that, but I did see that the um, the person that did those short films, those Godzilla short films, are actually recent, and the person that acted in that is younger um, hmm. than the artist and illustrator. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, interesting, uh, like, like, kind of hive mind <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. Okay. I guess if that's your name... You're right, I'm then you're just interested in kaiju. Yeah, I'm avoiding saying it because I already forget how to pronounce it. I mean, uh, I met another Nate the other day, and him and I both love Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just the same thing. You gotta think. Is Samus a kaiju? By the definition of this manga? Oh, with as much DNA as she has, possibly. <laughs> By this point, she's gotta be. Yeah, she has like three different DNAs, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> hey, we don't have time. About it, we'll talk about it. We don't have time! We, we don't have time! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that that's a really neat fact. Um, that is such a wild coincidence. And, yeah, it might prove we're living in a simulation. <laughs> it might spring. It's My the fruit. smell. It's <laughs> it's a Matrix reference. It the oh, okay. yeah yeah it's the smell yeah I, I knew exactly what you were saying. Thank you, Nate. Another fun fact about me that everyone's gonna hate is I've never watched the Matrix movies all the way. Oh through. my god! You oh gotta... man, he only eats chicken. Yeah. I again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. I guess. Um... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I will. Uh, I do want to draw attention. We already talked about the artwork and stuff, but I really love the design of Kafka as a kaiju. Yes. Not nearly as much as I thought I would like it. Like He looks really fucking cool. It, 
it's it's kind of hard for me to tell, but whenever I see him in, in like black and white, I think he is like a muscular system with like a skull face and horns. And I'm just like, with like blue lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That looks that looks badass. Like, yeah. I almost wonder if the author slash illustrator kind of backed himself into a corner. He maybe he thought like this was how I'm gonna sell this manga, and like I have to make the absolute coolest thing that I can put <laughs> on a cover. Um, because so far, I mean, yeah, kaiju have been really cool, but like there's not been anything close to as cool as Kafka's uh, Kafka's form in kaiju. Like I... that's by far the coolest thing I think. I think I have to agree with you because the first, like, when you referenced, or when you said you wanted to read this, I, the first thought I had was, that cover looks so cool. I really want to read this. Yeah, the cover was sick. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm happy to be reading that. Let me find it here real quick. Yeah, the the, the blue kind of, like, lightning going through, like, the bone structure and the muscles and stuff. Yeah, it looks very, very cool. Um... Yeah, uh, I don't think he backed himself into a corner. I think he just put a, you know, that's the monster we're going to see the most of, you know, Kafka and his kaiju form. Maybe. Uh, now, it might be one of those Super Saiyan things where he doesn't transform as often as we go on because the artist gets tired of drawing it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's the corner he backed himself into, but I guess we'll have to read on to find out. Um, That'll be the... We decide to. Oh, I, I feel like we're coming back to it at some point. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a hundred chapters. It seems to be going at a steady pace. Oh, I, I hope so. I mean, I don't want to be overly optimistic, but man, like, I'm just, I really want to come back to this at some point. I don't want to be, I don't want to be optimistic, but I fucking nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did. That, that was actually going to be a part of my uh, TLDR at first. I was like, in an attempt to redeem myself from my last terrible fuck up of reading Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, <laughs> was that your idea? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really I, I really fucked up on Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, who would have thunk? <laughs> who would have thunk? I think I, I told you guys, there's another Yu-Gi-Oh! manga that actually deals with the card game. Um, so, yeah. Maybe we, revisit, maybe we revisit that someday. Or not. Um, or not. I You know. Maybe or not. We'll, we'll, Maybe maybe people will let us know if they want to hear that or not. <laughs> yeah, I think um, at the time of recording, our first Yu-Gi-Oh episode hasn't even come out yet, so um, we're still waiting to hear back on that. <laughs> I think the only other thing I want to touch on is just how fantastic. Like, yes, this kaiju is uh, the kaiju number eight looks fantastic, but the fact that its skull face can have such amazing expressions to be so humanoid. Is oh, yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. I yeah, I was he, laughing on multiple occasions. Me too. Yeah, he emotes it so well. Like <laughs> you can tell when he's like, "Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that." Like you, it's just it's very cool. It's very ah, nice. And then there's he a made, lot of instances, instances that are like that, and really appreciate it. I found myself chuckling at this at this uh, manga a few times. Yeah, his, his expressions aren't entirely intentional either. Like the surprise face is really good, but like if you recall back to I don't even know what chapter it was, but like when he saved uh, that mother and her daughter uh, from a kaiju and he transformed there, he tried to make the child feel uh, at ease and he tried to smile for her, and it was just a ter- <laughs> it was just a terrifying like. Uh, uh, <laughs> picture with him sticking his tongue out and he thought he was yeah. smiling 
I forgot that about was, that. That was one of the moments where I, I laughed out. I, I chuckled to myself out loud for that. And Me I too. Just, <laughs> I was like, that's good. I like that a lot. Um, I definitely think reading um, other comedy manga has, has dampened my expectations a little bit, but... Um, no, it, it was still able to get me. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, boy. So, John, do you have anything else for us? Any more questions? Any Anybody else have anything to point out before we maybe move on to final thoughts, if we're ready? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have, so, I guess a final question before the final thoughts. But, and this is going to be really broad stroke, but, I mean, I'm looking for, like, one sentence here. Um, I guess in order here is... Where is it going to go from here? One, One sentence. sentence answers. Go, Duncan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... He's reading ahead. It, He's reading now. <laughs> I, chapter 24, 25, 26. Uh, I, I don't know. I do want to read ahead. It sounds like it's a great manga. It was one of those that I... I did have to forcibly stop myself so we didn't run into another Hunter x Hunter predicament. Save it for final thoughts. Give us a one-sentence answer. Where do we go from Where's it going to go, Duncan? Uh, more kaiju. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, what Great. Hmm. <laughs> Strong. More humanoid kaiju. That's what I'll say. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say more numbered kaiju. Because um, I don't fully remember what the numbers were meant to mean uh yeah and i I don't exactly know uh what the numbers mean i think they might have a power scaling because we love power scaling around here um they might if it weren't for power scaling these mangas wouldn't have any structure yeah they might have something to do with it i'm not sure um well i know what the numbers mean i was going to say that um at the one um it was when he punched the other kaiju when they were doing the um uh, that trial in the beginning, they're like, what? This is a 9.8 based on electrical whatever, you know, mumbo-jumbo. So, uh, like, yeah, yeah they, gave, they gave him some sort of, like, actual power scaling as far as kaiju go. So, I, I don't know what the numbers mean as far as that and then the magnitude, I suppose, of a kaiju. Yeah, numbers yeah. are hard. Oh, man, maybe it has to do with magnitude, because isn't that the Richter scale? The numbers had to do with when they were observed based on the year. So well, that's, he was like the eighth biggest one that they had seen that year. Yeah, that's less cool. It is that's, less cool. Yeah. You're right. But they did yeah. all, They did <laughs> also biggest, have like a magnitude power scale for individual well, kaiju. I remember the siren going off and saying like, we have a blank sized kaiju decimating downtown or something like well, this is size scale as well as a power scale and then the numbers like him being number eight is just based on the order of observance that they found them during the year hmm. less cool um all right well then yeah my last prediction and i really really have no clue where this is gonna go but my prediction is gonna be um i think that oh one sentence i think that the biggest bad of this manga is going to be a humanoid kaiju that already exists. Period. Well, you really, you really stretched out for that one. That's yeah, a, that's a <laughs> sentence. Good job. Yeah, it was a sentence. I mean, sure it was <laughs> no, a sentence. I mean, like, not a very brave prediction because, like, clearly that's what's being set up here. <laughs> well, you know yeah. what? Sometimes we gotta play it safe. All right. 
right, fine. I had to choose one sentence, and that's the sentence that chose me. I'd okay. say mine was even safer than his. There's going to be more humanoid ones. <laughs> yeah. I think Duncan was safer than everybody. There are going to be more kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Uh, yeah, He's right. One sentence. So, all right. Well, John, if you don't have any more questions for us and no one has any more points to bring up, let's dive into final thoughts. Start with uh, Duncan and go around the horn. I have to say... The the, uh, the art style. All right, Duncan. Thanks for your final thought. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Alrighty then. I'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> the the <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the attention to detail in the story were all really captivating. Um, the characters' names were a little bit hard for me to remember, but that's probably because just I'm a stupid American. Uh, but otherwise, uh, amazing in general. I have to give it like a 9 out of 10. The only point being dropped because I'm a stupid American. It's my fault that I have, I have trouble remembering the characters' names. When did we start ranking these things? Oh, guys, you didn't even tell me these things before we start doing that. Um, well, but figure it out. All right. You've been told. <laughs> I've been told. All right. <laughs> You've been told. John, do you want to go next or do you want to wait till the end since this was your pick? Nah, fuck it. I'll go next. Um... Okay. I I mean I mean let's let's be very honest here like I haven't been more excited to continue to read another one and I don't want to preface like get, get too excited and then us never come back to it but I definitely feel like it's one that we need to come back to um the story was uh compelling um the artwork was great and I mean I left with more questions then I found answers, which in some cases is bad, but in this one, like, I'm I'm just super pleased with the 20 chapters, and honestly, I wish I just said, like, the first 30, but nobody would have bought off on that. Um, and yes, for anybody who may be in the same boat, um, I'm more excited to read more of this than I am Mashal. Ooh. Tough Ooh. choice. Tough choice for me, but I respect it. Nate, what you got? So, what I got is, uh, anyone listening, if they want to keep up with a manga that's actually, like, currently on a week-to-week release, this is a massively good choice. Because this is, like, I am, if I was caught up, I'd be, like, waiting for the next week for this to come out, because I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely nice, uh, I think, what? Duncan, you said there's, what, 100 chapters right now? Like 80. Uh, I think there's 80. It's ongoing, and its first uh, chapter aired in 20, 2020? Yeah. Yeah, July 2020. Wow, good year. What a great Uh, year. Yeah, great year. (laughs) Great year. Remember it fondly. Um, Good year to start writing a book. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great year to start writing a book. Should have done that. Should have done that instead of play. Never mind. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, my final thoughts not going to be too uh, different from your guys's. I, I really did enjoy it. The story was fun. Um, the main character was actually like fun to be around. Um, he was a bit of a loser, but like it's kind of endearing. Uh, the idea of you know cleaning up after the kaiju was a great start. You know to introduce us to the world. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I don't know that I would choose this over Mashal, but I it would it's I wouldn't say no to it. You know what I mean? Like I it's 
that makes it sound like I would put this down to read Mashal. I don't think I would. I would read them both concurrently with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Just page by page. Yep. Just page by page. Really. One page of Mashal, one page of Kaiju. One page of Mashal, one page... I will have no idea what's happening in either. <laughs> terrible crossover. I, I think it'd be awful. Terrible crossover. Yeah, no, terrible <laughs> crossover. But I would definitely read, like, either or. Like, it would come down to pretty much a coin flip for me. Um, but I don't know that I can say more. You know, um, so- it's, it's funny that you say that it would come down to a coin flip because on my phone, I currently have flip a coin open. Ah, well, and that leads us to our little close here. Um, so... Next week, we're coming back, or we're going back to One Piece. That'll be our next One Piece chunk. Um, but the week after that, Duncan, is your turn, your turn Excuse me to choose uh, what our other manga of the month will be. And if, or you're, that week. if you remember the last time I chose Hunter x Hunter, uh, the next chunk of 20 chapters for that, and a we all really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it, and I really want to keep reading Hunter x Hunter. However, after reading Kaiju number eight, I'm also very intrigued to continue reading that. So, uh, Kaiju number eight is Heads, Hunter x Hunter's Tales. I'm going to flip a coin. It's Tales. So, we're going to ah! read the next 20 chapters of Hunter x Hunter for the next week. Okay. Okay. What chapter did we leave off on? Does anybody remember? Ooh, basically, we're going to cover the Trick Tower arc. I don't have the uh, I don't have the chapters up at the moment. Well, no, I thought we finished that. Oh, chapter forty three is where we stopped. Oh, not yes. Trick Tower. Excuse me. Oh man, we read chapter forty three. Chapter forty four is where we'll pick up. Yeah, it's not called Trick Tower. It's um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, we it's... finished Killua's arc. It's whatever's after that, and I haven't read it, so I don't know what it's called. Oh my god, you didn't read ahead? Oh no, god. I didn't this time. <laughs> so, do we want to say, if we want to do 20 chapters, then 44 to 64? Like, read 64? Sure. Or we'll just keep it at an even 65. Let's 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 read 65, how about that? I like that 65. It's the, uh, it's the Heaven's Arena arc. Is the next arc? Uh, okay, that sounds interesting. It's twenty chapters. Perfect. Nice. When is it? Okay, end? so yeah. um, so that will end on sixty-three. 63 so it we'll is. read up to sixty-three. All right. Yeah. Someone write that down. All right. So yeah. Again, next week we're going back to One Piece, and the next week that is. Let's see. I have my little trusty calendar here july 3rd is when the next chunk of hunter hunter will come up so um yeah look forward to that and in the meantime thank you everyone for listening to that one time we read manga and uh yeah like us on facebook follow us on spotify apple itunes wherever you get your podcast or wherever we upload our podcast anymore (laughs) (laughs) until then uh we'll see y'all next time take care Bye. bye